Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, March 30th, 2023. I'm your host, Efren Jr., and today is the last day of our 100 piece challenge. Day 100 of our 100 piece challenge. We did it. We did it. We pulled Northern Lad, and I was. I have to admit, when I first put my hand into the bag, I thought, I want something meaningful. I want something really, really, something like a carry or like a gold dust would have been like more than I, I didn't, I didn't dare dream for gold dust, you know, but a carry or a toast or something, you know, something to say like we have made it to the end, you know, something, I don't know. That's what I wanted. And I pulled Northern Lad, and my instinct was to say, oh, that's not, that's not like, that, that, I, can't, I can't put a pin in it with Northern Lad. But then I listened to it, and then I thought about it. And it's actually, it's a really lovely song to end our challenge on, and here's why. I believe that in this song, Tori is realizing and advising that when you find something or when you're with someone that doesn't serve you, when you're doing something or engaging in behavior, I'll take it, that doesn't serve you, that doesn't serve your ultimate goal or doesn't serve your ultimate purpose, then you've got to turn the page. When you're only wet because of the rain, you have to know where your boundaries are, you have to know what your limitations are, and you have to be honest with yourself about what's happening and what you're doing in your life. You have to be honest with what you're experiencing with someone else, what you're experiencing in your day-to-day. So with that in mind, I think it's actually a really lovely song to end our 100-piece challenge on. Girls, you got to know when it's time to turn the page, when it's time to grow up, when it's time to move on. You are accountable to yourself. You are accountable to you in this world, in this life. For me, that's what this challenge has been about. Keeping a little habit tracker. I went from paper and markers to this app called Habits and then back to paper and markers because it was just more notifications on my phone. It was driving me crazy. So you've got to find what makes you tick. you got to find what makes it work for you to show up for your life, to show up for yourself. Not everyone's going to get you. Not everyone's going to let you grow. Definitely not. I learned that early. I learned that in 1995 when Angela Chase from My So-Called Life stopped being friends with Sharon and started being friends with Rayanne. And then there was that episode where Sharon's father died and she, or got into like had a heart attack or something. And she had to stay at Angela's house. And it was really awkward between them because they used to be best friends. And now Angela was like going into the bad crowd with Rayanne and Ricky, the gay. And Sharon just couldn't handle it. And they, and also Angela was changing. And at the end of that episode, and this is purely from memory because it impacted me, was at the end she said, there are some people who know who you are because they let you grow and they let you change. But not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone is going to let your pianos be the guitars. People are going to want to hold you back. People are going to want to not take you to their secret cool places anymore. And life is always changing. It's just in motion at all times. And so you're going to have to show yourself the secret cool places. You're going to have to decide for yourself your own instrumentation because not everybody Not everybody's going to give you what you want and not everybody's going to give you the attention or the time that you need. And you know what? There were some bleak days in August of 2021 when my life kind of started to implode through that whole rest of the year and then (laughs) into the next year slightly. Um, I recall this feeling. I was sitting on my couch and it was like my life had imploded and I had 
slept with somebody that I shouldn't have. And it just threw me into this existential sort of wandering. And for probably like a month after that, before it got really bad, as it was starting to get bad, and maybe this is the feeling that I want to put a pin in, that if I feel that way again, then I know immediately, immediately to talk to my therapist or immediately to revert to my habits or these things that I set in place so that I don't feel this way. But I remember sitting on my couch and I had broken my toe the same night. And so I couldn't work my second job. And it was, I was working, you know, I was doing what I could at my first job, but I was I had suddenly had all my nights free and I remember sitting on the couch and like looking at the television and thinking like what am I going to do like what do I do and I tried to like watch TV and I don't remember what I was watching but I was like what what do people do at night and I couldn't recall a time in my entire life or in the recent memory at that time where I had had free time like this and no one to spend it with and I couldn't call my friend because we had just put ourselves in a really awkward predicament. So I couldn't call him to hang out. And I thought, well, I guess I'll hang out by myself and I'll watch TV. And I, it wasn't like, it was very awkward at first. And then it got really, really lonely. And I couldn't recall, I just couldn't remember what I used to do before this moment where I had fallen down into this timeline. I couldn't recall having ever had ever a night by myself. Obviously that's not true. Obviously it had to have happened. Obviously I have spent many nights alone, but at this time after pulling my world apart, after like literally bursting my world open, I couldn't remember ever having spent a night alone and I couldn't remember like what, and I didn't know what people did. And it just got really, really lonely. And so what did I do? I started drinking. I have never been the kind of person to drink by myself ever. It's just kind of a rule I've always had. And I don't, and it's kept me it's kept me safe and now i've seen the other side when i do drink alone and i and i prefer not to because i would be alone on my couch watching television trying to watch television and being distracted by like all the things that other people were doing that i wasn't invited to or that i wasn't a part of or that my phone wasn't ringing or that i was having these really weird feelings with my friend and i didn't want to i couldn't address it or i was trying to address it and he wasn't responding in the way that i had hoped or was you know wasn't responding in a positive way to me and there was no one to take away this feeling there was nothing that i could do to take away or to confront or to deal with this really very real feeling of like complete emptiness, just complete emptiness. And I didn't know how long that had been there. And I didn't know, like, I just didn't know. I don't recall it from before that moment. I don't recall it ever being there. So the, the times that I'd spent time alone in the past were never accompanied with this desolate feeling. And so in August of 2021, through September, through October, as my toe was healing and I couldn't really walk properly, I just became an isolated, lonely individual with really not much to do at night. And then eventually, you know, my life continued on. And like, obviously I do have things to do at night and I do have friends and I would go out, but it would just feel so unsatisfying. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't even begin to like brush a salve onto what I realized was a gaping wound. And I didn't know I had this wound. And this wound, I was, you know, as I was sitting alone, drinking very, very much, I realized this wound was from an, a, a, like the deepest part of myself, which is scary. It's so scary to think like, 
there's a fundamental element to myself at that age, at this age, at that age two years ago, that I didn't understand or that I didn't know or that I hadn't confronted. It was really, really scary. And my reactions to things were unpredictable. And my, my reactions to the feelings and to people were unpredictable. And I'm sure I was a nightmare to be around. I'm sure I was not, oh, I'm sure I was not the best version of myself because I know I wasn't the best version of myself for myself. It was really, really dark. And it was really, I don't know, it was very, uh, a place that I don't want to ever go back to. I say this now, and I've never said that here before, but like the, that sitting on the couch, looking at the television is a moment that I remember all of the time. And I remember thinking like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to solve this. And so I turned to alcohol and in that moment in my life, terrible crutch, terrible idea, bad, the worst, huge mistake, <laughs> huge. Um, I'm not about, you can do whatever you want. I'm not here to say don't drink and I'm not here to say don't you know, smoke cigarettes or smoke weed or do drugs, do whatever you fucking want. I believe in that and I would fight for that right for you. However, for myself, when I am not feeling in a good place, when I'm not in the good place, I cannot drink. I should not drink. And it just pulls me into that darkness. And so I made that commitment to myself in many, many ways over many, many sessions and many, many months that have passed. That when I feel that kind of way, I cannot go out. I cannot turn to alcohol because it just gets worse. I can, I feel fine to drink when I am social, when I'm happy, if I'm in a, if I'm in the good place, but I try not to let myself go overboard anymore. And I try not to, um, hold it in if I'm feeling scared, you know, if I'm feeling scared for my future or if I'm feeling scared for my well-being, those feelings of desolation, those feelings of isolation, really, really terrible. If you're feeling that way, there are always people out there who can help you, who can talk to you. Of course, there's therapists, there's your friends. People really want to support people. And if you feel like there's no one in your life who you can turn to, reach out to me because I've been there and I know how bleak it can feel. But now, after 100 days, so so walking forward in that journey, having like my life fall apart in many, many capacities, and I imploded many, many relationships over a sh over a short ultimately but long feeling period of time it was short ultimately but it felt like forever it felt like it was never going away and it was with good therapy and like honest confrontation of myself that i even feel like i'm able to even think about that time without like bursting into tears because I crave now. I crave a moment alone and I know what to do with my alone time. I have so many things to do, but at that time it was very different. At that time it was just it was it was a whole other animal that I wasn't I wasn't uh, familiar with. So, I'm happy to pull Northern Lad and I'm happy to turn the page. I'm happy to turn the page on this 100 piece challenge because I think if I examine it like the 100 pieces or coming in every day thinking about these habits or thinking about not doing these habits or holding myself to task or not holding myself to task, whatever it was, it was always focused on this, you know, this wellness, this mental sort of showing up for myself. But now that I'm turning the page on this challenge, it's time for me to just put it into practice. And it's time, it's honestly time for me to become the 100 pieces of myself, you know, is to bring these things with me 
into every moment of my life or to bring these things with me into every relationship or every friendship, the idea of wholeness or mental wellness or myself, mental stability for myself. Emotional actually is what I mean. Emotional stability for myself because I like to be emotionally stable and I like to show up for people and I like to show up for myself and I would hate to put anybody into any kind of predicament myself again. So I'm glad we pulled Northern Light and I'm glad to turn the page and I was only wet because of the rain in regards to that relationship and some things had to kind of close too, you know, but I'm happy. But moving into tour today, I get on a plane in just a few hours. I just get on a, I get on a plane, you know, she's rich, she's air traveling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get on a plane. I'm going to wear my ascot and my fedora and, and like a three piece business suit in slate gray. That's what I'm going to I'm going to do that. And then I'll st- step off the plane at London Heathrow and I'll have a British accent. Cheerio. Where's the washroom? I can't wait for tour. I'm so excited. Today's whatever today. It's Thursday. And I'm going to do I'm going to just play everything that is in my temporary New Music Monday folder because I'm not confident that I will be able to put together a New Music Monday for Monday. You know, the road is very, very busy and the traveling is very, very long and the internet is very, very sparse. So I'm not confident that I'll be able to put that together. So I'm just putting everything that's in that temporary folder here. They're all great songs. I'm not even going to mix them. They're just here. It's New Music Thursday, everybody. Or actually, it's New Music Monday, but on a Thursday. Or maybe I should just do it on Monday. Maybe I should auto-schedule it for Monday. No, I'm doing it here. I made the decision. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'm not going to be here tomorrow, but you can find me for the rest of the tour on tour all night, post-show and pre-show. And I'll be popping in here as time allows. Don't worry about me. Happy 100 days, everybody. I hope that you stay healthy, stay mentally agile, stay emotionally agile, bend in the breeze like a rubber band girl, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye. They're calling me. Back to the stars Lala Deep outer space
that's free. That's it. That's love. That's a star. That's birth. I gave. Give. Give.
supposed to say I don't care Cause I'll turn my back Now you face with that
She's talking to me Like where you gonna run to now Talking to me Like where you gonna run to now Inside wondering where the light is gone And the moonlight's just the neighbor's lamp he left on They might be singing
I made time in a minute, rock with it, I'm in attendance How could we pair feelings aside, I gotta match the fires to the flame The feelings just got attached, I got the days fall, the straight fall Away small, the way she started dancing on me Had to take your back home, time moving slowly, fast forward
can be studied in your stacks of stolen books. You don't take you seriously, you're protected from the gaze. Another malintention emanating from the haze. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Well, I
foot doesn't seem to hurt a lot I assure you I'm in pain I can feel the wind of whispers rolling in until late warm I welcome you in baby to the max and to the core I'd invite you in to stay On hollow ground I'll stand around and you haunt me And I wouldn't mind it all Think about it and better travel to you and back I'll turn the future to past I wanna give you it all I want this moment so bad
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.